Yeah, is it. it my internet? Is it the internet? Hey, everybody. One more time. Welcome to Conversation Romance. This is the third start of the day. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, if it wasn't for bad luck, well, I wouldn't. And the third time the charm or something. Absolutely. Third time's the charm. The fifth marriage didn't work either. What do you think? <laughs> How is everybody? We're great. Good. We are sitting. We have this Monday night edition of Conversation Romance. We are sitting in uh, Birmingham, Alabama with the Badass Babes Adventure Club, right? You're right. Badass Babes Adventure Club. I want to make sure I'm not zoomed in on anything inappropriate here. <laughs> so I am doing the camera work. Shirley is doing the audio work, but ultimately it's always Shirley's fault if it's not good. So how is everybody? We're great. Right. I got five of the nine members here, and are these are we charter members? Are we all charter members? Or are we some of us new original members here? Well, we're we're just learning it all. We've been calling it admin. Let's be called charter. We're, <laughs> we don't know. So we're so we're original members, or we're not original members? We yeah, we're original, and then carry back. Oh, so we have an internship. Sounds fancy. Yes. So before we get started on what exactly you do, let's find out who you are. Lady, who are you? Uh, my name is Carrie, Carrie. Blanton. Hi, Carrie Blanton. I Legally still Hi, Carrie. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, do we want to just go with Carrie, I think? Oh, let's go with Carrie. Yeah, so. Yes. Like the movie, so be scared. Ooh, so, okay. <laughs> You are not crazy. Well, you're not that crazy. <laughs> All right, Carrie. So, uh, so what brings you into the adventure club? Well, actually, Michelle. Yes. Um, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and they were talking about their next big adventure, and I was like, "Oh, that would be fun." And Michelle Nias is that my same name? Right? I think we want to leave last names. Okay, uh, sorry. It's okay. We're okay. Is that we're bad? Gonna, we're fine. Um, wasn't able to make one of these adventures that I said sounded like yeah. it'd be fun. So they asked me if I wanted to take her spot. So when I said yes, I didn't know that that was putting me in her spot into the adventure group. <laughs> so I don't even drive on the interstate, but I'm all up for any of these adventures. Yes, I don't. I don't drive on the interstate. So what? So. Ah, what what made you want to get into Adventure Club if you don't? I was like, driving on the interstate be cheaper. <laughs> well, true. Yeah. To me, that I look at it as like a roller coaster that's insane. You so put that microphone there just in case. Oh, there's that's a kitty right here. Can you picked that up all the first time. My kitty's trying to oh, give you some advice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with it? Just just yeah, just hold it. Oh. Yeah, talking to it. So, all right. We're back in the, we're not driving on the interstate. We're doing an adventures. Yes. Trying to figure out why still. And I don't know, I guess, because I'm older now in age and hanging out with these ladies. It's just fun. When I went hang gliding, I actually was like really scared. And I wasn't scared. I was so, like, I don't really care anymore. Do we have time to go into this about how you can't be scared of hang gliding, but you're scared of the interstate? Ah, you know what? Actually, you know, it makes perfect sense. Tell you the truth, at least. I don't know. When you're with a bunch of girlfriends, it yeah. all that goes away, I guess. Just the system. Yes. And you just have to trust the one guy on the hang glider instead of 10,000 other guys on the highway. <laughs> right? True. Makes sense. That state's crazy. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I've seen who they let drive on the interstate. I won't say <laughs> he was not. Yeah, they let him drive on the interstate. I took him up. Well, who, why would we not let you drive on the interstate? Oh, everyone who rode with me knows. Yeah. Oh my gosh, she needs to be like in NASCAR. Yeah. Like she and needs to be a racer. So who are you? 
I'm Michelle. You're Michelle. Okay. And what brings you to this club, Michelle? How did you find out about it? How did you get into it? Why are you in? Um. Well, <laughs> I grew up very strict, and at 19, I was pregnant and gave birth at 20, and um, raised a baby. Yeah. Didn't know what the inside of a bar looked like until I was 35, almost 36. And so I just, after my divorce, I decided to start living life. Right. Mm -hmm. So what would you think? So I think raising kids is pretty adventurous, right? <laughs> it is when you have one biological child living in the house with two stepsons. And then there's two other sons that come every other weekend and six weeks out of the summer. So five kids all together. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a handful for a while. Yeah. So I'm just living life now and enjoying it. What does this allow you to do? It doesn't allow me to do anything that I couldn't do before. But now that I am single and living, you know, the life that I've always wanted to have, I'm just enjoying it to the fullest. And it's helping me face my fears because I have a fair of heights. Oh, that's true. Yes. What's true with your yeah. life wheels? That's true. What, what's true? She has a fear of heights. Uh, that it's helping me overcome some fear. I have agoraphobia, so I oh. think it's the opposite of claustrophobia. Yeah, I don't like right. wide open spaces. So you do not want to ever go to Oklahoma? Oh, no. I, no. Uh, no. If you're saying that it's like wide open, I have visors down. The good thing about it where I live is that you can go outside and go, oh, shit. No, I like tree lines. I, like, uh, I don't like going in bridges and coming out. And then you're like, it's scary to me. It's weird, right. but it's a thing. <laughs> all right. So anything else you want to share with you? Um, it's funny because I had the strangest fear of heights, yeah. but being inside an airplane, I love it. Like I could live in an airplane. I just love it. But the thought of jumping out or standing on the edge of a cliff or up on top of a building, mm terrifies me and i don't know why so have you done any adventures that revolve heights yet <laughs> all of them almost pretty much all of them <laughs> how did that, that go white water yeah white water acting that was the only one and i'm a water baby so yeah. i can be in the water all day every day no problem then you're still here to tell the tale right i'm still scared to do what you're still here to tell the tale about yes. all the about all the stuff that was that you were yes. scared to do she got knocked off of the the raft too yeah but that was what the instructor accidentally knocked her off he was pulling um denise in and then i was like okay i'm, I'm about to get bumped no big deal oh no <laughs> <laughs> she like flew off exactly so i've never been in a whitewater rafting boat i don't think i want to oh it's safe it's fine it's fine but i'll just be latin how do you get back in the boat well, somebody pulls you up and yeah. pull you back in. But how big? Because I'm a big dude. How are they going to get my fat ass in the boat? Because you know I'm going to be wailing like that. Ah! <laughs> I jumped out to swim. I didn't get knocked out. <laughs> so I wasn't screaming. And he it's kind of an up. aggressive pull. And yeah, it was actually kind of scary when he pulled me up. Yeah. So you went yes. in the drink too? Well, I had to use the restroom. So <laughs> we got a bathroom break. <laughs> yeah, well, that is. The other side of the boat than me, so. yes. Hey, man. You gotta go, you gotta go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else, Michelle? Um, no, I'm loving every minute of it. I really am. Um, the girls are great. We're all we're all supportive. Did you know anybody before in the group before you got in it? Oh, well, I knew I just met you. State, you didn't just meet me, girl. Oh, I met you this time last year. Well, Halloween. Yes. Sure. Sherry and I have known each other a year. I've known 
Stacy three years now. Mm-hmm. I've known Stacy for three years. I've met Denise many, many years ago, but we were not like friends or anything. I just met her at the at a pool party um, at her apartment complex. Mm-hmm. I met her at a pool party, but, and she knew me through a mutual friend. So, but we didn't like hang out or anything like that until what maybe. Oh, we went skydiving. That's true. Yeah, that's well, true. We knew each other. You know, you know people on Facebook, but we yeah. don't really know them. We talked through Facebook Messenger a lot. Yeah, probably a year before we actually yeah. met. So I got to know her through just Facebook right. messaging. Yeah. Well, there you go. So is that the first adventure? Because I am there. Their when first skydiving was the first one. Yeah. A year. That was July. No, we went September of last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's been a year. And that's kind of, I guess I'll go next. That's kind of how it started. Yeah, is that, that um, for sure. I wanted to go skydiving. Well, hang on. Who are you? I'm Denise. Um, I started the Badass Babes Adventure Club mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to have people to play with and um, to go do things with. Because I'd always been putting my life on hold, like thinking I had to find my soulmates. I'd have somebody to do things with. And basically my soulmate my whole life was like, you don't need to skydive. You're not gonna. You're not gonna want to jump out. You're gonna be afraid. Um, and then other relationships, you don't need to waste your money on that. And so, and I finally like felt peace and freedom. Beginning of 22, I was like, I want to go skydiving. And so the other Michelle, my best friend, um, she said she'd go because she's already went once. And um, I just put a thing on Facebook. Was like, he wants to go. Women. <laughs> I think people do probably think I've got a thing against men, which I don't. But I'll always put. What female wants to do this? And then now that I got my group and it's female, so I'm it's had in the dating Well, people would say they want to go just to like try to meet you or something when right. that's not what this is about. But um, is so females, hmm? females or males wanted males. Yeah, about six males asked to join the group, and I'm like, no, it's all females. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, cause they want to be all around us pretty women. Well, yeah. Why the hell do you think I'm here? Oh. <laughs> I ran the thing on Facebook and I think Michelle was one of the first ones and you were, and then, uh, Melissa did and then Dawn and we all went and, um, there was so much so, story. But it was because you, you started it because you didn't want to do it. Are you alone or are you? They offered a discount. They offered a discount. And so, yes. And I was like, there's probably other women that want to do it that right. have been told they shouldn't or whatever. And, and so, well, when we started, you said there's a total of nine. You can only find nine people to do it? Well, no, we built up over time. We, we've had a lot of people that want to be in a group. But only a lot of people need. A lot of people ask constantly like, to be in the group. Probably about twenty or twenty-five though. So how do we how do we stay down to nine? You have to be careful about who you allow in a group, especially when we're doing very dangerous stunts. I mean, you have to be careful. Okay. Well, and another thing though is like it you would not believe the group text how hard it is for everyone to be able to pick one day mm-hmm. and everybody's free. So how do you get through that? We well, if you had the more women you add to the mix, the harder it's going to be. Okay. So and then how do you get through it now? Well, I could get it small. Yeah, we would like it to be like eight or ten at the most. You know, because it's four people per car. We go on a trip. That's two cars, maybe plus. Uh, as far as rooms, you can get two bedrooms, a sofa sleeper. And this past time, we had to get a mattress. Um, you get much bigger than that, you can't do it. So what happens when somebody gets sick? 
Well, we can always all be there. Right. I mean, we, all, we all have jobs, right? right? Right. You know, we have families, we have other obligations. And I think most of it just requires us to communicate with each other and be open mm-hmm. and understanding. Like, And some things people schedules. may not want to do. Like, like when we go short cage diving, I may not want to do that one. I'm yeah. going to try to, but it won't be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to actually be scared on that. I might be scared on that one too. So compared to the other groups and things you've started in the past, how is this one going so far? The other group. This is my only group. This is, so it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of don't know what I'm doing. We just, we'll see a problem and they're like, maybe we should do this. Right. We just discuss it as a group. Mm-hmm. We do. But it's been great because we, like every... She's the baby at 40. I'm the mom at 55. Um, we just kind of have like everybody in the same season of life almost. We were kind of all going through the same things, whether we're single or not single. And um, it's kind of good. It's a good support system for you. It really is. Well, who do we have next to you? Um, Stacy and Michelle invited me to go skydiving. And it's something I've always wanted to do. And so I decided to do it, and then more and more adventures came, and I love the adrenaline, I love the rush, I love the high. It's better than getting high, so, um, yeah. Is this something new in your life, the adventure stuff, or something you've done for a while? Well, these type of adventures are new, yeah. yes, but it's things I've always wanted to do. Okay. How did you feel your adventure uh, gas tank in the past? Um, not very full. Mm, gotcha. I was looking for something, and I was looking for a group of women that I could do that with. Safer, right? Yeah. I feel safer. It's more Yeah, it is more enjoyable. Yeah. But we make a whole thing of everything. Oh, well, I'm sure. We get a ring pop for everyone that we have after. We get a bracelet for each one. We do mimosas and toast. Gotcha. We made like a whole thing of it. <laughs> All right. Well, so now we're down to the newbie. The newbie. Hi, newbie. How are you? Hi, baby. So, um, one of our other friends, uh, Melissa, who's not here tonight, uh, she had had a post on Facebook about going skydiving, and I'd always wanted to go, but every time I asked other people, hey, you want to go? Like, they were like, we're crazy. Why would I jump out of a perfectly good plane? Right. So, whenever she told me she had a group of people going, I didn't know it was a club. Um, I was like, well, when you guys go, can I go? She said, I'll let you know. And I think that took, you know, a few months. And they came around, I showed up. And after that, been with you guys every since. So. All right. So, Denise, you mentioned that some are younger than others. Mm-hmm. How does it feel being younger than others? I don't honestly think about it. I get reminded sometimes yeah. that I am the baby. But I think, to me, I'm kind of old at heart. Like, I enjoy being around older people. Um, I'm a travel nurse, and so whenever I go on assignments, a lot of times the friends I make are actually older. So how do you all feel about being called older people? I grew up the youngest out of a bunch of siblings, so... Yeah. I, to me, yeah, a lot of you guys' personality to me is younger than me. Sometimes it actually, like, brings back some youth for me. Because, I mean, I've got two children. I've got a 17-year-old about to graduate, and I've got a senior-old, and it's like, you know, they're on two different wavelengths already right. and then I work and I'm a you know single mom and I've got my family like I help try to support which is 
difficult in itself and can be very tiring. So a lot of times I'm just like, I'm not going to do anything. And then they bring back, hey, let's do this, which is great, you know. What kind of nursing do you do? Um, well, I've been nursing almost 15 years. And I started out just like regular med surge nurse. Uh, when COVID happened, I went through really bad divorce. And I was trying to find ways to make extra money. Yeah. And so um, I had a friend. We were running a Girl Scout troop together and she went on like a federal deployment, um, a COVID deployment. It was making really good money. And so I went and quit my job and left Texas and went to base. And so I did that through COVID. And then once um, I went to like Alaska and Texas and worked there. And then after that, I was like, well, I need to try to keep up, you know, a substantial income because, you know, it's- But you're used to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't get used to that kind of money, but, um, so I went into travel nursing. Yeah. I try to stay local, but sometimes you can't be that. So what kind of nursing do you do? Uh, the latest thing I did was go on like a, was a strike nurse. I hate to say that because some people are probably going to be like. A what nurse? Uh, I mean, do you, uh, it's like geriatrics, you do med surgery. You know, do everything. I usually specialize in like ICU or step, like cardiac step down, but. So even your patients are old people. Yes, yes, no, that's so you're like surrounded by old people everywhere you 16 go. and well, like, <laughs> <laughs> old and mature. Yeah, we need a nurse in our group, so yay! Yeah, yeah. I found out both cars on the way back from the zip line thing were like, We have a nurse now in case something is, but heck yes. yeah, we're like fast. I see, and I talked about it with Don in the back seat. Melissa and I were talking about yeah. it. So Designate start IVs on Saturday mornings after the bar and all that. I mean, you want me to start IVs? I probably got some stuff in the bar. That's right. Well, I'll take an IV bag. Like an infusion. I used to go and do those all the time. We need to get together and do that. Yes. We should do that. Well, I miss them. You go and you pick out your own vitamins that you want. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, girl. I'm listening. I used to go every week and get those things. We had one of those in, uh, where were we, Sedona? Oh, dear Lord. Oh, y'all went and got one? Because something happened? Yeah, the truck broke down. We all tripped and it just doesn't feel and I have Oh, so y'all went and did one? Yes. Oh, you just so much better afterwards. Yes. All right. So, if you don't mind me asking, we went around the table. And with the exception of one person, everybody kind of said something to the effect of, now that I'm free. So, I mean, it's in different, vari different variations, whether it was from a divorce. Yeah. And I don't have any children, so, you know. So what was the, so what was the keeping you back before? Just, was it real? Was it real or perceived? Listening to other people. real. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was in a, I didn't realize it for years because I was married um, 15 and together with a man like 18. And it was, you know, abusive in a way that that no was just doing my responsibilities, um, you know, raising kids, going to school, going to work. And, right. But then I found out that, like, he just really wouldn't have, let me have a social life, you know. I would look at everyone else. All these girls get together. They go out. They go out with their spouses, you know, their friends. And... That wasn't my life. So whenever um, he got a, our house and got involved and um, he got a really bad drinking problem. So I tried to leave him and then he got extremely physically abusive. 
So at that point, it was like, wake up, you know, where have you been? Like, how could you let your life get like this far off track? So, well, probably the travel nurse stuff kind of brought it out too. Because you're probably like, you wanted to go and do things. Yeah. Well, I had a little cancer scare and ended up having to have surgery and stuff. And when that happens, you know, and you make it through something during that time when you're worried to death that you might not make it through it, you start really analyzing your life and thinking, you know, what haven't I done that I want to do? Why have, you know, why haven't I done it? What can I do to change that or change things about myself? So I was, how has this group helped? Well, I mean, have someone always to talk to or text, if, you know, like, don't always want to have to go ask your mother when you're 40, do I look all right? What shoes should I wear? Yeah. What do you think about this guy? You know, stuff like mm -hmm. that. So it's given me that system, especially whenever, because for the most part, most of my friends are other nurses and the ones I meet end up not being around where I live. Sure. And so once you leave an assignment, you can talk to them, but it almost fades away over time mm -hmm. because you're so far apart, you know? Um, so these girls are always there. They may be a drive down the road, but it gives me someone constantly to get some honest information from or feedback. Stacy, what about you? What about me? Was it pursued? So now, what is it about this group that gives you the not only is almost like permission? Is it permission to do these things? Is it? Yeah. Well, what is it? Well, I have a fiance, and he supports me completely. Right. And when I was married. He did not let me go anywhere with my ex-boyfriend. He did not let me go anywhere. I have permission. So your husband wouldn't let you go anywhere with your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> okay, these oh, guys are... stuff, right? yeah, I would say my exes would not let me be me. Yeah. And I finally found a man that lets me be me, lets me have my girlfriends. Lets so me have that my too. He doesn't sound insecure. He's not insecure. Yeah. That's the difference. It's insecure men are like that. Yeah. My ex-husband 15 years was not insecure at all. It's just, I work full time. We own the business together. And then they had the three kids living in the house. So between my 40, 45 week job, coming home, taking care of the business because I did all the accounting work, plus the two helpers I had that worked at the, the shop with us. I mean, it was always something. I never had my own freedom. I was too busy making money and raising kids. So when the 15 year marriage ended, the kids are all grown. I'm like, whoo. I mean, what do I do with all this free time that I never had before? But no, my ex, my ex-husband in 15 years was not insecure. I just never had the time. See, mine is opposite from hers. Like, I, I did not have kids. I was an adult when I was a child. I always wanted to be an adult. And then after I got to be an adult, I realized that's, you know, I shouldn't have wanted that. Um, and I just have always lived my life to, like, try to please the man I was with. Like, that's what, oh, yeah. like, yeah. I wanted them to be happy and make them smile. Like, everything I did for that person is what I, how I valued myself and how, like, that, doing things for someone else gave me pleasure. And then when I finally realized, like, January 22, that I didn't want to date, and I always thought I had to have, have someone. I thought I had an expiration date on my forehead. I've got to hurry up and find someone. Right. And then after going through, like, a stalking situation with it, but I don't really want to talk about but going through that and then like wake up one day and you have freedom and mm -hmm. you can go outside you can do yes. this and then I was like I don't need anybody what do you right? do with it how do you how do you learn to exercise the freedom or is that what the group is about so it, it really is because that first year um 
it was uh, Michelle, which is in the group, and then one other girl. We went like to Kentucky Derby, so I always wanted to go. Everybody's like, really? yeah. So, so that was that was considered your one of the first. Well, it's not really the group. That's kind of just how I started. Okay. Because um, I was always told that's a waste of money. Because yeah. yeah. uh, a waste of money, you don't need to do that. And so I was like, I want to go. Who wants to go? So three of us went. I want to go. And then we went yeah. like water rafting, and then we went glamping. And then, like, that was like, there's so hang on, hang on, hang on. can we go back to the Kentucky Derby for a minute? Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was, well, I was kind of disappointed because, no, 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 no. I, so I, I it, was, it was one of the let me let me rephrase my question. Okay. okay, what was it like for the first time doing what you wanted to do? Oh, it was fine. It was, it was you were scared to death? No, because I had two other people, so if I messed up on. If we got walked, did you have to do the planning of stuff, or were you the planner? No, he did everything. Even our so this was your this was like like get out of womb, you asshole, and do yeah. something. But you I were scared. No, I wasn't scared because I had two people like with me to like make sure we did everything. Well, I didn't mean, to get in the Uber to come over here. I feel like I have been free too <laughs> free. I'm not. I feel like I have been too free my entire life. Like, like I go out of the country by myself. Yeah. Oh, sure. and, yes. So how long have you been feral? Uh, forty-seven years. So you were you've been you've been just wild since you were this. Yes, because I grew up in a rural area and we were always barefooted and right. naked. So, yeah. yeah. So. There's there's a school bus driver's building. Yeah. Well, there's no reason to go in the house and he's about to you got all the trees. <laughs> You wanted that one. Right. Even when I was married, he didn't care. He's like, whatever. That's a, that's a so it's fun to have somebody to do things with because right. all my siblings have like kids and all that stuff. And all I have is five cats. So, so but the Kentucky Derby is millions of people. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people there. The infield, the expo, and the orange team. What is the, so what, what is the most scariest thing you've ever done besides getting married? Well, people ask if it was hang gliding or skydiving, it was neither. So I haven't done anything yet I was afraid of. Yeah. You were so nobody's afraid to get out of an airplane? And I was nervous that, I mean, I haven't done that trip yet. So there's thing. I figured I'd Yeah, I've done that. Oh, now, after doing it one time, I'll do that a million times. Yeah. But that first jump, well, terrifying. Well, what was, what was terrifying about Because I was scared of heights and. The airplane doors open. I'm attached to somebody who's behind me, and I'm literally like looking down. And you're not sure you're attached correctly. And well, I'm pretty sure because we've you never know. people checked it. But um, and I told him, I said, I'm not going to jump. I said, put me back in the plane. And he said, Are you sure? And I said, Yes, I'm not jumping. Put me back in the plane. And he said, Well, what if one of your friends is down there and their parachute didn't open? And maybe that's to save them. And at the time, I wasn't thinking that he was just giving me a lot, whatever. Mm. But um, I said, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, we can save them, too. I was like, let's go. <laughs> and we jumped. Yeah. And when I jumped, it was the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Like, I would do it every day if I could. Mm -hmm. what would, you, would you do it without that guy trapped to you? I would, if I was, if I got certified, I would definitely do it. Well, you kind of have to. Yeah, we have to so many times. Yeah. So is this, so is this going to become like a, is this an adventure club that has a drinking problem or a drinking problem that has an adventure club? Because I was skydiver. Problems we may enjoy. I was skydiver for years, but we just, we just skydiver when we're drinking. We all do the same or nothing. 
drinking We're drinking right now because this is like we said earlier, this is scarier than skydiving. Yeah. Uh, why? Why is this scary? Um, talking in front of people. Talking in front of people is worse than getting out of an airplane. Yes. Yeah. Telling people because you're exposing yourself. Yeah. Getting out of an airplane. Yeah. What was that? Telling anyone anything about your private life is worse than getting out of an airplane. Where does that come from? Um. Probably all of our backgrounds, things we've been through, and just society in general. Like, people are very generators. Yeah. I used to strongly care about what people think because of the way I was raised. As I got older, I realized it doesn't really matter. It, Even when you feel that you, though, I think it's still you have right. one life to live. Live it the way you want to live it and don't worry about what anybody else thinks. Right. Because yes. you're not going to get a second chance. This is your only chance. And I think so. Why live in fear? Strict upbringing. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like I mean, mine was very strong Southern Baptist. I didn't get to date. My first kid like, was almost 18. Yeah. I stayed home with my mom all the time. Strong Southern Baptist. Anybody else? Need to. It's not strict, but just I was very sheltered. My mother made me learn how to drive a car. I didn't even want to. I was Southern Baptist too. I was happy with staying home and watching movies. I always made the joke that Southern Baptists and Catholics were almost identical, except the only difference was Catholics had to confess everything and Baptists had to deny everything. (laughs) That was the only way I saw it. And I am curious now what they're teaching about, you know, Noah's Ark and stuff now that we have a bunch of proof of how old these things really are. They are definitely still teaching it. Yeah, I'm so, sure. But they used if to Dawn and too. Melissa was here, they would have a lot to say in response to that. Well, they, they, they used to teach that the world was like 6,000 years old or 12,000 years old or something, and now we know it's yeah. like not. So I wonder what they're saying if they'd be addressing it by now. Mm-hmm. One of these days, I'll get back in the church and take my picture down. <laughs> I think Hello, parents, I'm the one that got the Ouija board out. Just as far as like, yeah. you've got to be in school and like get an education, like make sure that you can take your, you know, like oh, just that was like that. be like, be perfect, make straight A's, like all this other stuff. Well, that, mm-hmm. so. Well, that brings up a very good question though. So you guys are doing all, the, all this adventure and you, some still have kids, some still have influence on other kids and you may have influence on more. How is, how is this experience in this group going to affect how you present yourself to kids going forward. Yes. Most of us don't have kids. I think there's what two there's, there's only three out three kids. There's only three out of the nine? Yes. There's only three that have kids. Really? There's no grandkids, there's no there's no uncles, there's no nephews. She has a yes. Because remember, if if you just have nephews and nieces or anybody that you're around, you influence they're gonna look at you more than they do their parents. I would hope that they would be inspired by it. Well, how's it gonna change? But you see when I was finally single and I had my freedom, I was kind of like, what is my purpose? I don't have children. I have no one. Opinion. It's just me and my dog. Right. So it was like, I'm growing up. Hey guys, you want to throw the microphones up here? I would say that my just, independence... Just, the just, just push the microphones up here. So I would say that my independence scares my family. Ooh. They don't like that I'm so, you know, free to do all that stuff. So That's interesting. Yes. What is it? Why are they scared of it? Um, because my family thinks that you should ma- be married and have it stable, and I'm not. Yes. I'm single and hanging out with all these ladies, doing all these adventures, and so things not like the, it. They're not scared you're going to hurt yourself. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh. Yes, they're very concerned about that. Well, you're more concerned about you hurting yourself or that you're not married? That anymore. I'm going to get hurt. No. I mean, they don't like that I'm wanting to jump out of a plane and 
you know, hang on and all yeah, that stuff. I think everybody's worried about that. But I, but I told my sister, I'm like, at least I did something that I was happy about. You know, that I, if I died that way, I was happy. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's something. I agree. Yeah, I would I'd rather, rather die having fun. Yeah, die miserable. Yeah. Die old in a wheelchair somewhere. Yes. I'd rather die. Old. And I think some people are in jealous. Wheelchair. You know, what did I decide on my independence? Yeah, woman, doing X Y Z. So, yeah, if I die, at least I die having fun. I think every little adventure we do, you just feel. Is it going to be one of those things where you're like, ah, crap, this ain't going to work, and that's that's it's the last thing you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. That was a bad idea. We haven't had anything. <laughs> no, but let's say I'm jumping out of an airplane and my parachute doesn't open. I'm like, love, at least I died doing this. Okay, well, and I'll be screaming, yes, all the way down to the ground. Okay, well, you sent us the thing because we were talking about doing the Moab tandem base jump yeah, yeah. where the guy goes into the cliff. Yeah. Right. We all were still like, we want to do it. Well, yeah. we'll just find out what happened, but we still want to do Absolutely. it. Yes. It's our time. It's our time. It's nice. Yes. It's not safe it's to walk across like the street. Exactly. Or drive the car. Whatever. And you're, yeah. 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 I mean, you can get in your car and die tomorrow. And what do you have to save in your life? Did you live it to the fullest? Or did you stay at home and work and not go anywhere and do anything? Do what somebody else told you to do. Why? Why? You are you going to say that yeah. too? Why? I'm sorry. What? Are you going to say that too? What do you mean? When you, you said when you die, you're going to say that this and this and this. Who are you going to say it to? Yeah, would you say to yourself on your deathbed? Or? No, I'm thinking. So would you say to Peter when you go home? And I'm driving home, mm -hmm. and let's say I'm in a car wreck yeah. and I die. Yeah. I mean, if I didn't do the things that I'm doing now, I would have lived an average life, but not a life to the fullest. Right. So I think those are things we're telling ourselves that we've thought about ourselves in our life. If right. Like the ones of us with children, I know for myself, like um, I have anxiety. You know, my children both have a little anxiety and also have like that uh, perfectionist, perfectionism complex or whatever. And for me, for them to see me try to overcome my fears or to get out there and get past the anxiety and do things, it's healthy for them. You know, it gets them to yeah. understand they can do the same thing, whether if it's um, going to a sport and trying to be better when you feel like the rest of the team's better than you. Mm -hmm. You know right. what I mean? Or like getting out and making friends. Right. Just... I mean, I actually think it's been helpful for my children to see, like, get out and live your life. Like, dream and dream big. Yeah, yeah except for MMA fighting. Don't do that. My son did amateur <laughs> MMA, and I watched him beat up on guys, and I watched him get beat up on, and mom encouraged him to get out. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to watch kids do that kind of stuff. No, right? he, he was actually pretty good at it, though, I have to admit, but... So you don't I want was, to do that next week. I'm so happy when he said, Mom, I'm waiting. I was like, yes. Hey, I know <laughs> something. You. We should jello wrestle each other. Like, no, two of us. I would. Yeah, I can Uber. 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 I I can have a son. Yeah, buddy. They're actually they're actually resurfacing the pool at the RV uh, RV park, so I can just we'll just fill it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah. Yes, I'll like nominate that. myself. I'll take one for the team. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably lose, but I'm you know. So what's next? 
So what is that? So we've talked about. So wait, hang on, hang on. Let's recap real quick. We've gone. Y'all, y'all mentioned skydiving. You mentioned whitewater rafting. You mentioned parasailing or paragliding. Angler, angler. Okay. They're going to be chased by a chainsaw in the woods. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Spooky trail. Mm -hmm. We're on a spooky trail. We're going to. You're going on a spooky trail. Monday. 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 Are they chasing people there this year? Um, Probably. Oh, I, I will say they usually do. I mean, it's, it's not fun unless like you get a chainsaw. But what's the next big adventure? <laughs> what is, yeah, what do you want to do? To make up for the zip line we didn't get to do. So, what happened to the zip line? Well, I made, I'll, I'll admit, I made a mistake and I thought that I Googled, not what I Googled, but it said that Gallenberg was two hours and 20 minutes from Nashville. So I said, if we're going to be in Nashville, we don't need to do these baby zip lines. We should do the Goliath. Right. It's in the state. Go big or go home. He's like, okay. So then, basically, we uh, got up in time. So we make it. So we're going to re go back and do that. Again. Yes, so. we got to go back and do it. College football, put that on hold. Yeah. College. College football uh, in the South. Can yeah, I show so everybody from Steven? I think it was football track. Yeah. Happy Halloween. I mean, there was got like, the matching ears. Yeah, there we go. And he's a black kitty. Like famous country singer. So what's next? So we, so we're, so we're back to zipline. What's next? So after ziplining, what is a big one? We haven't that much in route. Our big. Okay. So Aaron, what do you want to do the new girl in town? What do you want to do next? Oh, I haven't really thought about it. I've actually been thinking about work a lot lately, but um, I've been parasailing, but I wouldn't mind doing that again. She's talked about the shark. Yeah. Um, I know, in, I think in Washington, they have a thing where you can strap yourself to like we walking. Yes, like, I just posted about that. They have a school for I it. actually know someone who's done that. He is a um, skydiving instructor. So I definitely want to wait. And yeah. they have that school. They You're Good luck finding a guy there that has a wing walk. We all do it. Well, and we all climb on the plane. That is definitely on the list. Yeah, yeah, you, you climb on the plane, but I'm saying, just to get up there yeah. and just stay up there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. great. Yeah. We can. Hey, we need a rich friend that we can do the what is it called regatta. Yeah. So how do we fund all this? How is it? What is the? How do you fund? We it? fund ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so we're self funded. He's like trying to help with the camera. There is no one giving us money. So we are, so we are all self funded. We are all self funded. We all work yes. full time, and um. That's yeah. gonna feel. That's gonna be pretty powerful. We're, we're very. We're all very independent women. Yeah. I remember this whole thing started because I wanted a discount to group sky job. So I would. I would. I mean, you see on on like websites or whatever where these people are like oh, on vacation they paid for yeah. me to come here and yeah. do it. Right. That, that's what we want to do right. hey, do we need yeah. to put our fans on so how, so how do we find so how do we so how do people how do people find your club to to support it? well we have to um work on because our, our little our group thing is private and then we had we have to learn how to make a page, not just a, a group. So the plan is to get out there eventually. Get yes. some sponsorship. Yes, for sure. It's like yeah. Blue Lemon sponsorship or something. Yeah, I've seen Blue Lemon sponsorship. Uh, I'll 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 be be lifestyle. I'll, I'll advertise. advertise. Sure. We'll advertise. You know. So. I just thought maybe some of these places might be like invite us out to do things, and then we could review it. Because honestly, there are so many people who have asked every single one of us, you know, I see you doing these things. Right. I want to do them with you. 
So we're influencing people to get off the couch and do these things. Mm -hmm. So they just need to invite us out and give us at least a discount so we can talk about their patients. So is there a website? Yes. It, what about a podcast? What would it, why would you guys not sit down and just do a podcast? Well, you, yeah. we want to. Right. You're us right now. <laughs> so, yeah, so, but then you get some, then you get some real exposure. Uh, I don't right. care. I'm an open book. Right. I don't have to worry about my kids saying anything. National stage, that's what you want, right? Because you yes. want to get out there and influence everybody. I'll talk about sex. I, don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> I will not. So, <laughs> so now when you so you mentioned Nashville, so y'all we're in we're in Alabama now. So y'all were in Nashville, and then you went to Tennessee. Y'all go everywhere. Yeah, we were in Nashville, Tennessee. Then we went to Gatlinburg. We were like an hour and a half late. They were not going to let us zip line. Right. And we had spent about $1,000 almost to do it. Right. And he was like, and basically it would be an eight-hour round trip. Sorry. And he goes, y'all can just come back. <laughs> okay. So I tried to bribe him with a $100 tip. It didn't work. Then I tried to bribe with 150 It didn't work. Melissa attorney, and then I told him, I said, well, we're being interviewed for this podcast about this trip i really hate to you know give a review on your adventure part <laughs> so what, that you won't let us come back in 30 days so just in case what is the name of the place foxfire adventure park foxfire adventure park in gatlinburg tennessee so one more so it's foxfire adventure club in serville tennessee oh, yes, yeah. yes and they're letting us come back we're going back november 11th yes they did and thank you they were only going to do it because that's <laughs> in my pockets oh there we go that's the first that's the first thing that's good that's ever come out of this podcast Shirley. Yeah. work that down yeah we were going to lose a thousand dollars and i'll let you know Exactly. So, so is it safe to say that when you guys go do these things, y'all were in Nashville, do, do y'all go out as a group? Y'all just sit like and do Bible study? Or? We rode a mechanical bull. We did shots. Of yes. So can I ask you a socioeconomical question? Mm -hmm. So how does, does, does any male even venture to say hi to one of you guys when y'all are out on this thing? For sure. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, that's because I, I don't yeah. drink a lot. And when I do drink, I typically talk a lot more than usual. And then I think just because of my career, maybe I'm used to, I'm like more comfortable around strangers sometimes than I am like my family. She's the social butterfly of the group, so, definitely. Yeah, well, well that's, that's very strange because most nurses I know are really shy and timid. And I am very shy and timid, actually. Yeah. You can <laughs> when you're drinking. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. See, I have a boyfriend, so you know. Yeah, yeah there's not. Right you don't have that list on your forehead, dude. No, right? So, you don't go around. Oh, well, that's a good point. But has that ever so? so talk to us. I'm the, the question is, though, so what is it? Is it? It's nobody you want to go talk to you, right? If they're tall and good looking and they all but, but they're but are they because most most people if y'all are in a group mm -hmm. that typically says we're here to, to do to have hang out with each other and most people most people that get that are, are in tune with empath stuff and can read you will go oh okay well let's let them have their weekend the people that typically don't are the psychos well, maybe the one, i'm psycho because i approached a whole family didn't i <laughs> last time you did well you said you're a nurse so that was implied ma'am 
Well, I went over to ask because everyone's in line to ride the mechanical bull and was asking, you know, who had done it, you know, what they thought or how long they stayed on. I was trying to find out what the longest amount someone had stayed on. If with. you think that's the same reason these guys are coming over to talk to you, we're having, we're having a whole different conversation. We really don't have a lot of men come it's, up. It's, it's that, they they email that come up and talk to us. Yeah. I had a, a, a couple that were there together, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. I don't know what they were, yeah. but they just came over and talked to me and said, I've noticed all you girls are together. What do you hear? For. Yeah, they all assume bachelorette party, and I said, Yes, they, yeah, that's where it's going next. Right? No, I said, We're an adventure group, and then he goes, Well, what do you guys do? And I started telling him, He goes, Well, y'all are anything but basic bitches. I'm like, mm, No, we are definitely not basic bitches. you off just a little bit. People don't come and talk to me, then they, I just don't. Get I didn't get to make where they can. Yeah. You need to make a drink. Doesn't I said, I didn't get to make that. I, mean, show yet. I would love to if they would assume that you were coming that you were there for a bachelorette. Oh, I'm a woman, so I'm here for a bachelorette party, or is that nobody cares? Well, but it's common. What he did. No, I'm asking if it does, did you give me anything? How would you assume I was on a bachelorette? Because it's a bunch of pretty females all decked out going. I guess I'm just not easily offended. Not at Well, in Nashville, it's like the bachelorette capital. Nashville, at least the South. Yeah, they call it crazy expensive, too. I know, at least three. I'm thinking four. I think we made it work, actually. It wasn't that. wasn't as expensive as I know, like, sometimes just going out when I'm on, like, a work trip, just buying groceries and things, because... Coupon lady over here, right? Like, we find deals together to make things yeah. work. Like she said, usually when you're in a group, sometimes people cut you a deal. Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah. Especially well, saved what know. we can do. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you have it. So what else do you want people to know about your group? That it's you're. It, it's never too late to go do things that you really want to do. Don't listen to other people. Don't let them influence you. If there's something that you want to do. And you can actually afford to do it, then go do it. Yes. Yeah. Life is too short to try um, to please other people. You don't need a man to do anything. You can do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. Regardless of what Disney's taught us all those years. True. Because there's always some man saving the woman. Yeah. No. It's fun to have a man, but not for that reason. Aaron, what about you? I mean, I agree with them. Uh, just. Uh, but what you do know? you what do you want the world to know about you in this adventure club? I mean, I really don't know that it, it matters to me what the world thinks. So there, I mean, I do think it's definitely good for people to see you can get out there and do whatever you want. It doesn't have to be jumping out of a plane or right. adventure. I mean, if it's simply like when we're talking about dating, going to Nashville, walk up as a woman to that guy you're interested in, buy him a drink or like whatever you want to do, you feel in your heart or you're thinking about, get out there and just do it because... Like she said, you're only going to live one time. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a good message yeah. to me. What about you, lady? <clears throat> Talking to me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's you? the question again? So if we're going to wrap this up, if, we, if, we're, if this is going to be the last time you say anything about the, you, yourself, and this adventure, what would it be? The last thing that I would say to someone, as far as a stranger that I don't know, yeah. um, reflect on your life have you lived it to the fullest or are you going through life mediocre how do you want your legacy do you just want to die and look back well like you said when you die are you gonna look back i don't know everyone's different but when you leave this world are you gonna feel like that you did everything that you've ever wanted to do or at least try to at least try to or you just walk through life 
doing the basic necessities and never actually living it. Right. So don't be a basic bitch. Get out there and live. Exactly. Exactly. If you went to do something and you were scared and you couldn't jump out, you, you should still be proud of yourself when you went to be do Be proud it. of yourself that yeah, you tried. at least trying to do exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. At least you tried. Trying yeah. is better than not trying at all. Yeah. Okay. What and the you? question again was if, if, this is the, if you never talk to anybody else again, if this is the last record of what you want the world to know about you and this adventure club, what would you say? Mm, that it was a lot of fun and I'm so glad that I found all y'all and you are amazing and I love y'all. We love you. And I feel like I'm never going to be alone as long as I have y'all. Yeah, and it's back. true, you don't have to have somebody text you good morning beautiful when you're in a group text with all these women and we yes. all get to like Yeah, so what is that? Yes. And we get to talk yeah. about what I we're going to wear. Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelming. We talk I'm about in the color nails. Gonna... You're not in the group text? Still carry the newbie baton. So we're going to have to go for two. I just met her tonight. It's 10 a.m. in the morning and I open my phone and there's 47 text messages and it's all of us. And it's 10 a.m. Well, there's more people I got here too. But the main thing that we text about sometimes is like, what are you going to wear? What? I do. Where are you going to wear? Oh, we did that tonight. I do want to add something that we didn't talk about. Absolutely. What do you got? To be in this group, I think we're y'all were coming up with questions. Y'all are vetting people. Well, we're going to just be, you know, anyone. That's what we were doing. Is we were going to say if somebody wanted to invite somebody in the group, because people don't want to do that, that you could come to like one adventure, everybody could meet you, see, you know, if it yeah. panned out that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, we really don't need anybody else because we're already big enough. <laughs> but I mean, so I, I did think, think about friends. like just as even if it's just as an individual, like if someone's needing someone to talk to, you know, another well, fem yeah. female. I mean, and there's guys out there too that maybe have these same issues, like. You know, men are in abusive relationships sometimes. Men go through shit in life and, like, they're afraid to get back out there and do things. Maybe you just need someone to talk to, like, um, what inspired you to go do it or how did you do it or, But I was thinking you know, we could have guests, like, not on everything, but there you don't have to be in a group. Yeah. Like, if somebody was I like, I really wanted to do this, not anybody do it, they could be a guest. Guest join. Or if we have, yeah. like, dinner one night and I can invite a friend. Interesting. Yes, I know she's never going to do the, the adventures but yeah. okay female version of the women's haters club for me right. you do that you do the, the men's yeah. male haters club? Do love men. yeah we love women so are y'all you guys don't know the little rats i have mixed feelings <laughs> that was their club the female the the woman the female woman haters club that's what it was called. Yeah, that was their club. I didn't know that. I don't remember seeing that. Spanky and old guys. Yeah. Well, they could get away with it back then. That was our that was our comeback. Get away back then. So y'all can start the male version of that. We don't hate men. We they don't hate women either. They love them. No, we don't like douchebags. That's that's for sure. That's the unfortunate problem. Yeah, that we're attracted to them. I, um, is that dinner? I respect and appreciate. Oh, yeah. I used to be like that, but now I'm not this year, but like, if he, like, if I'm on a date with someone that I recommend and he comes to the table and we're eating dinner or whatever, and he says, you know, I don't want a serious relationship. I just want to meet a friend, you know, get to know you or whatever. Yeah, they say that. I would, Maybe once in a blue moon, we'll say that. I would appreciate his honesty than a guy who's, I'm looking for a, Serious committed relationship, oh, yeah. possibly a future wife, 
And all along, he's just lying. Oh, yeah. My ex used to tell everybody, they were like, oh, he said he's going to marry me. I said, did he say I'm going to marry your ass? I said, because that's what he tells everybody. I said, that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Oh, I actually dated a guy. I found out after we broke up that he told every girl he dated that he was going to marry him. All of this would do. I'm like, you can't believe a guy like that. You just can't. Yeah. All right. I'm not even comfortable. Don't tell me you're going to marry me. You just know like said hello. Oh, I know. Oh, I don't. Oh, I feel like it's a red flag. Yeah, and they call you baby right off the bat. Okay, you're calling me baby right off the bat. You called every girl baby right off the bat. Then you have to remember her name. Okay, the third day, Del was telling me he was going to marry. Well, that's that is different. There's a difference. My parents. I will tell you, my parents. My parents were married within the first three months of meeting each other. They were married, their only marriage, no previous marriages, right? And they were married to the day my dad died. So they were married in 1970. And my parent, my dad died the very last day of 2016. So what happened? Why, why is it not happening like that, that way anymore? I don't know. Oh, I think it does happen a bit. Yeah. It happened with Stacey. I didn't know that there was. I mean, so. they were engaged in less than a year of knowing each other. But what's so bad is like the cases like that. Some of us have been through such horrible stuff that like I haven't really wanted to date in almost two years. January will be two years. Yeah. Like that I've even wanted to. It's like a guy starts talking and I'm like, don't roll your eyes. Don't roll your eyes. You know, because <laughs> I think everything they say is like a lot. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, I don't like yeah. going out with guys and they make you feel like you're a gold digger right off the bat. Little do they know. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that hurts. I've never been accused of that. She doesn't need this. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't know. It's kind of just scary to get back out there, though. It is. For me, I mean, I'm in a relationship. It's getting to the date because typically, like, within the speaking process, there's something that's like, I don't even want to date you. You know, I don't want to come like what? to you. Do you, have, do you remember any of those things? Well, I mean, when they say the same things repetitively over and over and over, oh, it's always the let's hang out. Hang out and do what? If you yeah. want to do something, tell me what you want to do. Like, Be direct. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The vague, it, the, when the guy's vague like that, it's usually like give me an right. idea. Like if I'm going to put all this, yeah. it's like I'm creating the date for you. Then you want me to drive to you, which is me spending all the money to get there. And then, I mean, that just says you want some ass. So I'm paying you for ass. It's how it feels. You know what I mean? Like who wants to do that? They're not putting any effort. Exactly. It's so like there's no effort. Like one red flag, I went out with a guy like earlier this summer. And we're sitting there and I was like, oh, he's so nice looking. It's such a nice date. I, I'm glad I didn't because I'll get anxiety and cancel a date. Yeah. Um, You'll make like, a date and then cancel it? Well, I like to talk to people. So I have somebody to talk to, but I can just like relax in my apartment. I don't have to go anywhere. You know, and I have somebody to talk to, and then they want to go out, and you're like, well, God, like I have to say, yeah. And then I'll have like extreme anxiety the whole week, and I'm like, what kind of thing can I come up with? It's like, yes. so now I just say no. They don't have to worry about the anxiety. But so this guy made it through. Yeah, so this guy made it through all that. We're having dinner, and he was like, well, um, you just went skydiving or whatever that we've just done. And I was like, yeah, and he goes, oh, I, I just think it's a red flag when a bunch of hens get together and go do things. I was like, a bunch of hens? Yes. He really said that? Yes. Yes. He was like, before I got divorced, my wife was wanting See, to go do that's things. that's a podcast him. I need. I didn't know that guy. 
I mean, there's a lot of those guys, I think. And sometimes to me, if like that's your personality and you're snarky or sarcastic or something, sometimes I like mm-hmm. that. If you can like say those different things that's instead of hiding yeah, acting like the perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. you know, was he saying that sarcastic to me? No, no he was like, like staking a red flag. So I'm, I'm all about it. Oh, shit. Back. That's the last thing I need to have down we never really oh about that. He's like, <laughs> he was just like i well, see did you did these were your girlfriends and he's like i said talk about your nails i mean like i've had those too but mm-hmm. i don't want to talk about them well i don't want somebody to tell me that i shouldn't go do things with all these women no for sure not I mean, it's the guy. So, it's that man trying to control your life. Yeah. Is that really a thing, though? Do men really I have control? I'm not. Yeah. Never I have not felt that. Yeah, I don't. This is a war. I'm not. I'm not. Mine always do. That's a big ass cat. <laughs> See, I'm only like 22 pounds, Mister. So, the man's never been like, I just want you to stay here with me. You don't need to go do those things. Or I'm going to miss you so much and like kind of guilt you out of doing this. Or tell you it's okay that when you get out there, beat the shit out of you. I guess Or they won't stop blowing up your phone before you get back. So, I'm going to throw mine in the hat. No. I actually used to go have dinner for business or whatever. And my thing was just bring me a doggy bag. Yeah, just bring me a dessert or something. That yeah, she, she'd never bring me nothing. I was in there, I was in the background. Hey, don't forget dessert. Don't forget <laughs> bring myself. I don't think I let those guys get that far though. Oh. With me, they know I'm free. You I don't think I've let guys since my divorce really get that far. I mean, like I've only really had one like steady person I've seen since mm-hmm. then. Definitely like let him take a little too much advantage of certain situations, but not mm-hmm. like yeah. as in controlling me, which I was. You know, um, I guess a good distance away on traveling and stuff most of the time, so he couldn't control me. I mean, I have gone out with like I'm not since we're he might be watching where I felt like he could be that way, yeah. And I'm like, uh, girl, I know in the back of my mind this dude's got money and he will ruin her. Don't put anything past me. She's like, I want to ruin Mexico. I'll go to Mexico. I was gonna go to Ireland and then Melissa, she was going to Ireland all by herself, and then somebody has to join her. Yeah, no problem. I like that. somebody telling me what to do and me how to do too, it in the first one. We're not going there, but I'm just saying. I do like that. Like, like, I grew up without any structure and without having <laughs> to be the adult. Like, when I got home from school, I was responsible for my brother. I was responsible for my sister. Like, so when I got to be an adult and then I meet this guy that, like, his family had money. My family never had money. And you had to, like, grow up with all this stress that a child shouldn't have. That I was like, well, all I got to do is, like, just let him have a whole paycheck and everything's fine. I can travel the world. And I did that for years. And then I got sick of it. I was just like, I'm older than you. I'm sick of you telling me how to spend my money and what I can do and, you know, all of this. So, I honestly feel like for the first time in my life, I'm an adult and I'm finally doing things that I want to do. And making my own decisions and i'm okay with it i mean i want to be in love again one day but it's just kind of scary do you think there's men out there like that that feel the same that way? are just like me yeah. i'm sure that there's like a lot in the world that have walked in all of our sheets. most men will tell me when they were married their wife handled all the finances yeah. they handed their paycheck over to their wife yeah. Yeah. so i'm sure it goes both ways yes I yeah, my all i've been married five times Oh wow! And every okay. every time it's just like and at the end it was like a, it was just a four. Here you go, honey. Yeah, no, I feel that way about marriage now. I don't even know if I believe in it. It's like to me, it's more of a legal thing than like yeah. you know what I mean. Because you don't need that to feel the way you feel. 
you know, yeah. to really be in love with somebody. Yeah, I was, I was raised in an environment where the man, he went to work. He didn't say shit. He didn't do, he didn't mess with the kids. Yeah. He, he came home, went outside of the shop, the garage with other men. Did, did, nobody, no, that's just what, what them. Yeah. And your mom was in the kitchen cooking? No. That's not why I grew up. She was a bar. Oh, that was your mom? Yeah, oh, wow. Okay. No, my mom was very domestic. Yeah. Always wore an apron, still does. My dad was like, how you say, worked and worked, was never there. Yeah. And then when he was there, he was still kind of working, like out in the shop or with the yeah. guys or, yeah. or whatever. They're tired and they're smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Or, Our yeah. parents all smoked, it seemed like. Everybody oh. smoked because it wasn't bad for you back then. Exactly. <laughs> your your yeah. parents didn't smoke? My mom had not, but my dad did. My dad was a, yeah. I'm not sure if I have that second hand smoke. Without it, I think that's what preserved us. The second hand smoke kind of just shellacked us or something. Did y'all have to wear seatbelts too? No. No, 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 station wagon, you're right, way on the seat. Like, y'all don't talk about. It's like I rode on the hump in the back. Yeah, did you get the, the speaker grill on your face from sleeping on that back deck? And they were like, you're the short one, or you're the middle child, get in the middle, or, you know, I don't know. I mean, she eventually got a van, but it wasn't any more fun. Uh, I literally had to help push our Volkswagen van to get it to start. Yeah, kids, stuff like that. Thanks, all kinds. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, so we can edit on the end of this hour. We'll leave someone to edit it out. Most of it's going to be edited. We were at an hour. I mean, I'd like to hear, like, who are you? I mean, yeah. I've never met you. Like, so what have you done? Who are you? Like, what's this podcast? Well, you've been about? married five times. We've been married five times. Well, I mean, what do you want to know? Are, are you dating 50? someone now? Are you single? We went out. We went, we went in a party. <laughs> I said, well, she's she's not, she's she's not, she's holding out on us. That's the only day that's been on in the year. How many times? Just once, right? I've been married twice. Oh. I was married once for like nine months. I don't count it. Oh, I have. Hey, she and I were neighbors. When we were married, and we didn't even know it until we went on our trip. One street behind, one street behind me. Yep. In the same neighborhood in our own pasture. Every satellite farm trip to Beautiful Park. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, what possessed you to get married five times? And would you get married again since you did? Was number six. So I don't know about that. I I I don't have any preconceived notions about a relationship. And I, so, let's go in order. What did, why did I get married five times? Yeah. Well, I was raised, if I didn't have a woman, I couldn't exist. I wasn't kidding. Right? My mom was a, a really big narcissist. Right? So, she, none of those divorces, though, convinced you otherwise? I was right? doing the right thing. It wasn't me. It was them. Ironically, I you, was it your tops? I didn't know what I was doing was wrong. I didn't know how I was acting was unhealthy. You didn't realize that that's what I, yeah. I was acting how I was taught to act. I was, I was, I was, I was working in a relationship how I had seen men work in a relationship my whole entire life. I was doing what I was told. That was it. So what happened? Well, well, I cheated on everybody, right? Because you knew. You dirty you, dog. Not the first one. <laughs> but, but I knew that, that nothing was going to last. Right? It was self-fulfilling prophecies. Right? When you get in it, I'm always going to do better. Always going to do better, right? And you never do anything different. But so, why? Why did you not do anything different? Because I didn't know it was me. Because I was, well, 
I hadn't removed myself from any of the influences that told me I was doing anything wrong. As long as I was in contact with my family, with my mother, with the patriarchs and matriarchs that were supporting of that decision, supporting those behaviors, you're going to continue to, to, to perpetrate them. Right? Just how it works. That's how I saw healthy relationships. But, so you mentioned that, like, how you dated how you thought you were supposed to date on your pop today. So people right. actually gave you advice in your family. Sure. Because yeah. mine didn't. Right. Like, I just looked at them and was like, that's not what I want. And I would look at my dad and stack some Playboys over there, and I was like, well, if I look like that, then somebody's going to love me. Right. Like, I had nobody help me or any of that. So if you go back, okay. like, 15 years ago, my daughter and I started going to, uh, yeah. to, not rehab, but yeah. therapy. So we, we yeah. talked about it, right? Her, I, I traveled for a living. I was gone 200, 300 nights a year for 20 years. So I've always been in her life on the phone or video. Yeah. So we were leaving... Uh, a therapy session one day about seven years into it and my therapist said hey when do you want to talk about your childhood stuff and i said don't ever touch me i'm good goes, yeah that's what i saw and she goes no 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 i'm talking jeff i mean she went and then she went i mean this i went down her fingers and took out her shoes and threw her toes i was like uh no shit because i trusted her i've been seven years and she helped me and my daughter so i trusted her and she goes yeah no shit we need to do this. And that was what six, seven years ago. Here I said. And that's the last time you were married. Yeah. Okay. So along the way, no one ever said to you, "What you know? Like, is there something that's happened in your past or grief you're dealing with, anger issues, um, Feel being, feeling wronged, possibly?" You know, Who was going to tell me that that I wouldn't be? That I wouldn't be. Even like people like. I would expect one of these guys, and I've just met them, to maybe say something to me like that. If they see me doing something oh, well, we'll ridiculous, exactly. Or sometimes if they see it's not healthy, or, you know, stuff like that. I wasn't a person you would tell that I was not I was a not a good guy. I was, I mean, 23 years overseas in bad countries doing bad things with bad people. I was in the Air Force in the 80s, but I was a, I was a civilian contractor the whole time I was in the Middle East. We did stuff that they couldn't. That's why we're there. And you, I mean, it's almost impossible to not have. So, no one at home. the VA, did, did you ever see someone from the VA to make sure you didn't have PTSD or like any other? No. I did qualify. That's a component. That's contractors. Well, after how long were you there for? Two, three and a half years. Right? It's in the 80s. It was yeah, Remember, I'm old too. So. I, mean, I think you're younger than me. Right? I guess I'm not old. How old are you? 54. Yeah, you're younger than me. <laughs> I'm the oldest one here. You're the oldest one here. And I wish I could say I was smart enough to say, yeah, I recognize it was a problem. Yeah. Did you ever feel like, though, like, just not complete or, like, something? I felt unhealthy. Yeah. I've committed, I tried to commit suicide several times, right? Two times got really close. Because it, it just, I didn't want it. Mentally unhealthy? It wasn't who I was. Anytime you're trying to commit suicide, I feel like that's mentally unhealthy. Don't you? Yeah. you think? Yeah. Sorry. No, I... Well... Yeah, I know for sure. Yes, but I don't, you know, he could have had a weight problem back then, too. Yeah, like, so so you know, uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe medication or something is on. No. Not necessarily him. No, I just didn't want... It's I didn't see... Medication me. puts you in depression. I didn't want to keep hurting people, but I couldn't yeah. stop. And it's not me. It hurting people isn't me. And all the narcissistic tendencies that I've had my entire life, they were learned and used, and it's been fucking hell unlearning them, too. 
true. I think that social media has made it more acceptable to admit that you've got a problem with whether it be infidelity or whatever in your life because before nobody talked about anything nobody went to therapy if they did they didn't tell anybody and now everything is on social media everybody talks about everything because nobody would have told me years ago like hey quit jumping every time the man snaps his fingers you know don't give somebody your whole paycheck don't do this but now you see all these people telling their stories on social media and you realize it's more acceptable to be like well wait a minute i think i had a problem with that you're right yeah. but that's the whole theory you you stumbled upon what's a very popular theory in social science right now it's the fact that our parents didn't fuck us up on purpose no don't, i don't think so on purpose my grand sure. my grandparents fucked up my parents and their yeah. parents fucked up them They're, i mean we're yeah. just we're just at the end of a big long chain of fuck-ups yeah right? i think some of us are still we're probably fuck-ups too our kids are going to say we fucked up 100 but but we've changed and accept that we are we are the yeah. only only generation that talking about us not you not the younger yet but gen x are the only generation that ever stopped and actually no, trying to heal no other, no other generation stopped every every other generation kept going and we're everybody all of us are just going as a collective at 50 something going something's not right yeah. And it's not just it's not just me thinking this. My uh, Suzanne, my Archibald medicine woman, she is she's doing a podcast tomorrow night at six about what she calls the universal shift that's happening right now. It's fantastic. Her theories are amazing. Uh, we're changing stuff, and she says that we're doing this now ahead of the mass change that's going to happen in six to eight months because we're going to be the ones to guide everybody else through the way. The truth is called, she's calling it the truth. I think some kind of truth, something. I can't remember where she is. But she said, every, she said, not too long from now, everybody's truths are going to be known to the world. Politician, every, everybody sitting at this table, you will not have any secrets from anybody. Well, even the Bible says that. Yeah. Well, I don't understand what you're saying it's because of why. To the light. I don't know why. That's what the podcast is about. Because today. China's in our phone listening to us. If you were like, so no one would have a truth. But for it to actually, if there was a change that made that visibly without having to search for someone's past, without yeah. having to, then that would be a change. It's, it's something that's going to be when I walk up to you and I meet you, I will know your truth. That's what you she's saying. you got a red S on your head. Yeah. It's basically what she's saying. Okay. All your, all your flaws are like painted. Oh, man. Well, my other is a, a therapist, and she said she knows a crazy person when she meets them because she's yeah. been a therapist yeah. for so well, long. Now, like, she knows. <laughs> and she <laughs> told me I was really good. Yeah. Well, That's crazy. <laughs> I walked in. She was like, okay. And she said, he is crazy. And he was like, I'm going to bed. I'll say that. She's like, huh? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and some therapists are crazy, too, I think. Yeah, uh, he would say his mom is a little bit. Yeah, I mean, well, when you spend that much time of your life, like, delves into the psyche of every oh, she's, human being, you definitely, she, oh, you, yeah, I think she also is a psyche for the psych ward at a prison, too. Yeah. So, she gets some, I think she's already had her jaw broken and dislocated, and she's been through the ringer. Yeah, you know, my dad always said, never argue with a crazy person, just let it go. I agree. I decided never argue with anybody. Yeah. So oh, well, that's my like. Okay. Those are my new words. Is let it go. Just let it go. Let them, you know, yeah. make their mistakes. And yeah. I've just got it down to one. Let okay. the control go. 
Like, didn't you say that you had a little bit of a control issue or like being perfect or something? I mean, feeling like everything's got to be like a certain yes. way. Because like, I guess probably feel like not accepted. Like nothing you do is good enough to like yes. just keep trying to like be better and be better and be better and never sit and let yourself relax and just yes. see the beauty in yourself or the beauty in life and as the it is. older you get, yeah. the more you realize it. Just let it go because like, yes. the worry and stuff's not doing you any good. No, the yeah. anxiety and it's always stress was in my life. Really control. Yeah, stress making and they've expected so much, or no matter what I've done, I've been able to just look and be like, you know, I'm proud of you or something like that. Yes. So you keep trying to do more and more. So, well, I'm proud of you. We all are. Thank you. Yes. So most days, I'm proud of myself. Too. I went through a divorce during COVID too. That it's rough. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely rough. We had to wait for everyone to change because during COVID everything was shut down and everything took longer than normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to divorce someone that I actually loved because he was like unhinged and you know. Yeah. I'm on live, but. I think a lot of people know. Huh? Yeah, we, who knows how long? We're about 12 minutes past it. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I still loved my ex when we started, whenever I realized I needed to get it, I felt like I needed to get a divorce. I needed to get away from the situation for my own health and safety, for my kids' health and safety. And the divorce process or like trying to work it out because he wanted to work it out, but he didn't want to work on his problems or change he just wanted that problem at hand to end yes he just wanted it to be like there's no issue here chill out let's go about you know what i mean i guess and when he didn't feel in control like then he uh, self-sabotaged at first you know with drugs and alcohol and things like that yeah. and then it became like he realized that wasn't changing anything and then physical violence oh no i never like, had that it became to the point where it was yeah. like well i can see i can't stop this and if I'm not going to be with you, you're not going to have anything. Your life is going to be, I mean, like, you told me these things. So, and then, like you said, just with it being COVID, it was very hard to um, get a lawyer or legal help. Or even mm -hmm. if when you're in, like, domestic violence situations, they didn't have as many resources or and things like that. So, everything just took too long. So, we ended up together so long that I think we both almost, like, just ended up hating one another. Years, mm -hmm. You know? All together, 18. 18. Yeah. Mine was 12. But my ex is a love eight, bug. Everybody eight, loves eight, him for so three years. So and dating her and things, 18. Yeah. I mean, it would be 17 then. Like our, uh, uh, you, Denise, how long was your 16? All together, 16. Yeah. Stacy? So y'all asked me if I would get married again. Are y'all going to get married again? Not really. Oh, I don't know. I'm not. Well, yeah, you're that. You're kind of you know, pretty committed. She's ready. She's ready. I'm She's all ready. Ready. Oh, no. But you are committed. I've saw the. I've seen the ring. Yeah, I'm ready for the bachelorette party. You know, I think that's the fun part. The <laughs> so bachelorette going to be an adventure club thing. Yeah. These are my girls. We do the uh, what is that? The bungee off uh, in Vegas where you bungee past the, what is that hotel? Oh, the stratosphere. I did the one years ago where it, it shoots you up, yeah. the big shot. Oh, god, I don't that know was that right now. That would not be the hardest thing. Stand up, they had to help me off of it, and the people in line behind me declined to get into my seat. Oh, yeah, I don't but know now I, I could do it because mm -hmm. now I'm a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I did it before, but I couldn't walk after. 
So what other adventures do you guys want to do? He asked me. Yeah. I don't know that I've asked okay. him. Nobody said anything else. Like a great the dark base jump. We want to do the tandem base jump in Moab. Yes. I have to send you the video. It is, well, you said you've been to Moab. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we are wanting out the wing walking. Did you're the only one that expressed interest at my yeah. Yes, who knows? It's expensive from what I was told. Like, That's good. more expensive than yes. everything that we do is expensive. Yeah, we have yet to do anything cheap, I don't think. Well, uh, white water rafting because your friend, for, your, yeah. your friend helped us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But we need more discounts. That's what we come up with so far. Um, you came up with some cliff camping that we were like sky camping. That's camping. really cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I want to do sky camping. That's really cool. On this budget, though, it's probably like one big thing a year and then like little local things we could yeah, do. Yeah. We're going to have to do some things. So, along those lines, though, are you guys going to start marketing yourselves to these groups? Or you got, so, you got to have to have a social media presence. or no, Nobody wants a review that doesn't even see anybody. Exactly. So, what are y'all going to do? What's Instagram? Be like a lot. Of, like I think we're more Facebook oriented as far as followers. We need to get into TikTok more. Yeah. I would have to do a separate page. Well, we're gonna like make this one for a group. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking about yeah. Facebook for yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, not a group because then anybody we try to do that and then you're talking about like an individual like we get our individual like a business. Oh, okay. well, we would all be on there, but it would be like a like my decadence funny Denise Kate thing. It's gonna be a page because if we do a group. We had some girl join our group when we first made that yes. group, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Remember, they were like posting stuff or doing something." So we can't really have a group and everybody just yeah. be on there. It needs to be a page and people follow. I, I've just been so selective as to who I approve on Facebook. Like I have like five hundred friend requests, but I don't know them. I've been funny, but I know that guy. Facebook, so they're going to start deleting anyone. Well, I keep them just in case I meet that person, and then I'll. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't have a problem with that at all. We we have to like start making the group. Yes, we have to do something if we want to. If we want to, we've just been kind of funding ourselves on everything. And then I was like, when you asked me about the podcast, I was like, well, you know, this would be a way to get out there and try to learn from you with what you're doing and see if it would help us, right? I mean, I think we've been talking about doing a podcast, but talking about sex. Well, that's fine. So, that's we're, but one of the things that Shirley and I do is we, so we, so this software is incredibly expensive. It's a, a huge monthly fee and everything else. But what we want to do is we want to be able to start a podcast group. Like for, a, we don't even, do we have a, we don't have a fee schedule yet, do we? Yeah. But some of the, in the first few are going to be really cheap. Right. Because we're going to be working out the bugs. But we want, and, it, and it's it's studios that once we set the studios up, y'all will own the studios, y'all will own the beat stuff that goes in it. We're just kind of paying rent. You'll pay rent for the studio like you would eat rails. And we can go over his music, it's all that stuff. It's everything we got in it. But if y'all want to start doing this, what's that? Oh, yeah. We'll do website hosting. We can do the art, the graphic stuff. The stuff that she did, you send any of those out the other day? Yeah, the logo them. stuff. Yeah, I sent it to them. Uh, those are just stuff they were playing with that I, uh, there's not. Or weren't doing anything serious, but that stuff is easy. So like the nature scenes with the things on there. Yeah, the adventure groups, the, the women's adventure. Yeah, they had the old women with white hair. I, I did not do right? I did not do that. I was like, this is some shit. I even did one. I did one of them, and it put the, it put the, the women in bikinis. I did not do that. Remember that one? Yeah. So why the hell are they in bikinis? I'm not doing this. That's I AI. Hair. I changed it. I made blonde and brunette. 
Anything else, guys? So do you have suggestions of maybe some, you said you've been all over the world, yeah. right? So some adventures that we should maybe try out that we haven't yeah. talked about. I told you on some of the United States or whatever. I mean, I'm we have some of stuff. We need to go. <laughs> Didn't you say Yes. And, and, and bus in that golf course that's men only. And we're like, no, we're a bunch of women couldn't be Because Harlan has that famous golf course that no woman has played on, I yeah. think. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think there's ever been a woman playing. I can't remember the name of the golf course. That's with anybody's tradition. There's a whole bunch of golf courses. It's a joke. We wouldn't really do that. You know about the Birmingham golf? Girl, I could do that on my free day. Like just <laughs> bust into golf course, like ninety percent of of them accept women. And there are a few that don't. But when I was in Aruba, operate it so they can. You know, for how was Aruba? She loved. Uh, it was so much fun, but I did get too intoxicated and I got lost, so I took a nap on the golf course in Aruba. Yeah. And I told that to a few people, and they don't ever forget it. They always bring it up. So, are you riding the bike in the rain? Uh, you remember that? Yes, yes, you told me. <laughs> and it was a torrential downpour and it flooded. And then the chain came off, so I still had to push it because it belonged to the Airbnb people. And then it was like crazy. To Didn't know that the streets were a tactical train. I would bust that. Yes, I actually have talked to um, some of our local, well, where I'm from, local police officers and stuff about that. And they've suggested that too. Because yeah, we did that yeah. gun course, which I didn't really learn anything. Well, don't put that in there. <laughs> we did a lot of talking. We did a lot of talking. There's a lot of A lot of those guys like to beat their own chest in those gun classes. Well, please don't put this part in there, but I think he got in there and saw this because it was like, how many of us? 10 or something? There's about 90 of us there. Just all those women was like, I'm going to talk about myself. <laughs> well, I think a lot of public and he was too that are taught not to be civilians or even like some people who are ex-military that weren't in the military that long or law enforcement people. They're really a beginner type stuff that they teach you, you know, just how to hold something, aim, you know what I mean? That's pretty much what Feel comfortable, even. But now, Wendy had there. never held a gun, and she got all bullseyes from, you know, so someone that's never even done it, it the instruction was good for her. I was pretty decent, too, and I haven't yeah. held a gun since I was comfortable with you. Yeah, two bullseyes. Yeah, my, my dad taught me. I already knew how to shoot before I went to class, but. I love the experience with my girlfriends. That was the important part. As far as like us taking it to the next level, we've never really like sat down and had a meeting and said, let's see what we can do. What about like, paintball? Yeah. Like, I'm on fire. Like, let's do like, I'm good. Well, I, I wanted to do paintball. it and I had residents come in and they like had all they got bruises. Yeah, they like Beavis and Butthead with all this crap taped all over them. I they took it off and they have belts everywhere. Yeah, definitely don't, I'm want well. definitely don't want spots. I'd rather spot. spend my money doing something now. Else. Yeah, you end up with bruises sometimes. Uh, they were well done. A lot of them. They're they're really well rock climbing. I want to go to Sedona and there's an Airbnb in the cave. And they, you know, it's beautiful hikes. You guys know what I'm talking about. You stay in a cave. So when I'm yeah, claustrophobic, I could I could try it. So what about speed lunking? Speed what? Speed lunking. What's that? Go, like go in a cave. Like go. I don't think so. 
I'm afraid of it. I can't be yeah, I'm a little they, nervous. They the numbers, like in South Texas with all like the just 10 million they bats. Yeah, speed looking. I mean, I've been oh, I love bats. I'm okay with 10 million. I have bats. a thing about like, and I've watched, yeah. I've watched some movie where these miners were stuck down in a drill. I know it's yeah, terrible, but they were stuck down there forever. Yeah, Chilean miners. It was, oh, it was on the news. It was a whole yeah, thing. just send me something to kill me while I'm down there. No. <laughs> it's already down there. Go gas. No. So what else? No so what people. about what about volunteering to uh, to do volcano uh, volcano research where you go out there and you actually know someone that's what they did for get them. The suit. You, know, you can do all that stuff. And those are all those national parks. I don't think I need to be so jumped into a volcano. They have volunteering you can go do in uh, Nevada. What? Like kind of like a tactical training thing. They it's like radiation exposure training. Um, mm -hmm. I can't remember. They call it beef. I teach that. You know what beef? I've taught that class. Not like beef, what's for dinner? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? I taught about? that class, yes, ma'am. I did a yes. radiation, uh, yes. radiation safety class. I used to do, uh, I did security for small governments and large governments, and everything else. So, any time of training, like bomb disposal and shit like yes. that. Yes. Yeah. That's what we did. That's one thing. Exactly. I want to do something. But it's not unless it goes. Yeah, but you have ADHD. Maybe I mean, maybe they'll show you to. Like, don't do this. I want to do things where you go fast or you jump up. Yeah, so what about riding, racing uh, cars? Race cars? Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Right. Not a We know this girl right here is a win, too. So, I'm going to get a I beat you to the zip line place. You're like, I'm almost there. I'm like, I'm almost there. Okay, a week out. And now, pull in and you're behind. I was like, how did she get behind well, me? Listen, yeah. That's how she was a truck driver, remember? And church, she was, I was the one driving on those map skills. That's no, Melissa was driving slow. No, I'm talking about she was the one that was navigating. We stopped. She was in our car because she was driving. Oh, with us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. From the back seat, because remember the GPS kept saying, well, this way, and she was like, no. Yeah, y'all had to. Now, one thing that it's me and a friend used to do, and we don't do it anymore, because I can't uh, black and blue, because we read it, we got a little too crazy. We'd go to the beach, and we would always get on those little guts. We got to an area. And go as fast as we could. You know what I'm talking about? And they're basically like the motor of, like, a lawnmower. And... And the last time we went and did one, I just felt like we were way too reckless. And I'm out. drops all the time with stupid H. She totally spun and crashed into me. And I came out black and blue. And now I don't want to do it. But we were doing it all the time. Well, she's the one that taught me. You do not put your foot on the brake. You go fast forward and you go. Yes. Do what? I had a lot of makeup to do this. Oh, that's sexy. No, I'm just saying. So, if somebody like crashes and burns, we're good. <laughs> what about robbing a bank? Do what? what robbing rob a bank? No, but I had a resident that robbed a bank. I'm serious. So, there's a place in Arizona that's an old mining town. You can go, you can go rob a bank, and then you have to outrun the cops. Oh, that's like a challenge. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, they, <laughs> we get to drive. They're like old Monte Carlo. We would drive Monte Carlos with brother hot rods, right? Are the cops good looking? I'm driving. No, I wouldn't. We got this. That's not, that's yeah, you could be the driver. I'm not scared. That would be fun. Actually, Literally, that would be fun. Who actually taught race car drivers how to drive. He said, girl, there's something I said about you. You are not scared. <laughs> it's like, yeah. that, that would be fun. Think, that's the acting, though. <laughs> Craziest thing I've done, I've got kind of into a into a cave from like uh, a helicopter. Oh wow. No, wait, say that again. It's kind of into a hole in the ground from a helicopter. Oh wow, okay. Cave is small. 
Well, there was a bunch of them. Where was that at? King of Swallows in Mexico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. It is. Well, there, I mean, we used to like go down the highway and I'd get out of one truck, get out of the other truck, and stuff okay. like that. Yeah. All that shit. But... I want to do those buggy runs. What do they call them? The buggy runs across Mexico? What's, you know, buggy? Yes. I want to do that. I always thought that would be cool. You can do that. You don't have to. I mean, you just go do it. Yes. I have a few friends. Male, they're all male. I have a few male friends to do that. I have 1,000. Here. Yes. What are your address? 2216. Linchester, L-Y-N-N-C-H-E-S-T-E-R, circle. Three, five, two, one, six. Did she drive? She was coming. Yeah, she really drove. Oh, her, her dude's coming to pick her up. But there's, I mean, it could be a lot. You're talking about for fun or for work. I mean, we used to do some Uh-oh. Yeah. You have to go. I mean, I think what work is what really got me to be able to be open to even going out with other people and just doing just random, you know adventures i mean i've done some some maybe wild things i went uh, swimming negative 40 degree weather went and hiked in um glacier iceberg or whatever you want to not iceberg but the glacier when you're in alaska yeah that's fine which one managed news honestly i was real drunk <laughs> Probably over by the Denali's, like um, right. we had, we took from went from Anchorage up to Fairbanks, and then so that sounds like a really nice one. Yeah, but that sounds very familiar. So that's probably that's okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been great. Hey, mine. It's been a hoot. It's my, my Snapchat. Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I did too. Was it as scary as I thought it would be? Yeah, it was way easy to edit. I don't want to see and the jello wrestling and the. That's all. Yeah. Oh my thing. god! I should go ahead. I don't. Three minute podcast. Me. To put like a picture, so people just make them think it's us. Just. Oh, I feel like you thing. need to be risque because that's what gets the audience like really going. Yeah, risque is going to be good for my employment that I've had for twenty eight years or my. Oh, so you honor witness. So do you think risque is what I need on my content, Shirley? You know, I mean, yeah, I think I'm okay. I, yeah, I, I had a friend that. Yeah. I had a couple that you see on Instagram every time you turn it on. Anybody can do that. I had a couple of friends that like came it. over here, and one was a guy. He's a good looking guy. And then my friend Danielle. And I don't know what Danielle put us on, but she did a Facebook Live. That thing had like a million. I mean, it was like crazy, but it was just us. You want to do a live right now? Get, oh, we can. A, get a few hundred people in here. It was on a, but so many people saw it. My yeah. ex-husband, who I wasn't fully divorced, saw it. He was oh, like, guy. But it, we did this thing for like 45 minutes, but I'd never done it before. But I was talking to the people and asking them questions. It was so much fun. But I don't know. It was like, I think she did it on some kind of beer or something or something. I don't know. But people saw it. Yeah. And then she said, oh, my God, you can even ask her. It had, like, over a million people watching. It's fun, man. That's the only time you've ever done it. Million people with a lot of people. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of people. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. But I think she did it on some other. I don't even know. I don't even know how Facebook Live works. I don't either. But let's do it. Do you want to do one? (laughs) Probably not tonight. We We can do a little one. It's fun, though, 